Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Hey, episode number six already, and I am so glad that you continue listening to me. If you haven't already done so, please hit the follow button in whatever browser that you are using so that you will be notified when new episodes come out each week. And now to what today's episode will be about. Today, we're going to talk about the performance side of things. So something that you're doing on the actual day, on your training, on your competition, when you're actually in that performance mode and something that's going to help you to be better in that particular situation. And when we talk about performance and the ability to be at your best when it really matters, one of the most important factors is focus. The ability to be focused on the things that matter, the ability to be focused on the things that are going to help you out, that is going to help you perform at your best to focus on the things, execution of the things that are going to help you be at the best, to put down that top performance when it really matters. Now, I come in contact with a lot of writers uh, and one thing that a lot of people tell me is that they have a difficult time focusing on an entire course like fence one two will go all right but then they sort of slowly but steady start to lose their focus and then the rest of the course sort of unravels it can be anything from like a fence going down a pole falling on the ground that they've jumped uh, it can be someone on the sideline someone that they see all of a sudden that ca catches their attention you know when you jump the fence and you sort of hear like a like your horse touching one of those poles and you want to turn around and see was it, is it still lying there is it not it could be that the fence before that you didn't get a perfect distance to it and rather than you know focusing on what you're you're supposed to be doing right now you focus on that that distance didn't turn out too well so whatever it is for you it's about to be able to you know perform at your very best you want to be focusing on what you're going to do right now the execution of things so what i'm going to go through today is three different ways that you can practice your focus so you can practice your ability to focus so that you can become better at focusing on the right things and thereby also improve your performance on the day now before i go into those three different ways I first want to talk about the reason why it's so challenging for us to stay focused nowadays. And what this comes down to is one small device that we put into our lives a few years ago. And that thing is called a smartphone. A smartphone or an Apple Watch or whatever it is that steals your attention away. So what this has done is that it's taken down our attention span, something that was that was earlier that we could stay concentrated on one particular thing, like reading a book or, you know, executing any task like for an extended period of time. With the introduction of smartphones, we have lost that ability because it's constantly a notification popping up, something that's, that's like 
drawing your attention away from what you are doing. So you can be like, for example, reading something on your smartphone, but we've all been there, but the, the, you know, that notification, it slides down from the top of the, the window and you might've just been reading that thing for two seconds and that's already something else stealing your attention away. So what does this has created? It has caused our attention span to become much shorter and it has made it close to impossible for us to stay Focus on one particular task for an extended period of time. Now, the good thing is, the same way you have trained your brain to have a very short attention span, you can also train your brain, brain to have a longer attention span. And I'm going to give you three different ways in which you can train your ability to focus, in which you can extend your f attention span. And I'm also going to give you a challenge at the end, something that's going to help you improve your ability to focus. All right. So the very first point is something super simple. It's just to breathe. You might go like, yeah, Jocelyn, I mean, we all breathe, right? Yes, we do. But the question is, how do you breathe? Are you even aware of how you're breathing? So when I say breathe, I'm going to give you a breathing exercise. It's a super simple one. And all you got to do is focus on your breath. So you sit down, you close your eyes, you take six deep breaths. And those deep breaths are going to be breaths where you take them in through the nose and then you're breathing out through the mouth. And when you're breathing out through the mouth, you're going to want to do it as if you're sort of blowing on hot soup. And what's really important is that you make sure that you breathe out longer than you breathe in. So something to aim at, it doesn't have to be exactly like this, do whatever feels good for you. But it would be like two to four seconds breathing in through your nose and then four to six, four to six seconds breathing out through your mouth. Now what this is going to do is that you're going to sit there and you're going to focus on this for 60 seconds. That's about the time that it takes if you do like six deep breaths. And you might be thinking like, well, yeah, 60 seconds. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's not much. Of course I can do that. Yeah. Like, honestly, I challenge you. Just do this. Like, it's just a really simple exercise. Six deep breaths. Just focus on your breath. And like, feel free to do this now. Like, if you get triggered, I'm like, yeah, of course I can do that. Put me in pause. Do it immediately. Let me know how it goes. Now, what this does, it doesn't only help you practice your ability to focus. It's, only go it's also going to help you slow your heart rate down. So when we breathe in and then we breathe out for a longer time period, it's slowing our heartbeat down. Uh, and that means that we are also decreasing our anxiety or stress. We become calmer. We become more focused in general. So not only is this a good way of practicing focus, it's also a really good way to remove stress, anxiety, create a calm swear for yourself so this is something that i use like on trainings or competition whenever i feel my heartbeat going up i will take like one like i will breathe in and then i will breathe out slowly through my mouth as if i'm blowing a hot soup like literally you'll see me doing this in actual show jumping tracks in an actual cross country like i i literally do it while i'm riding because it helps me calm down. I have this ability to get really tensed sometimes when I ride towards fences. And just the simple thing of breathing in and breathing out slowly helps me calm down. 
Now, if you want to take this a step further, you can even picture yourself when you're breathing in, that you're breathing in light. You're breathing in positive emotions like uh, positivity, confidence, energy, positive energy. Like you're breathing in this, like I see a visual of this just light, like going into my nose and that like gives me energy. It lights me up, it makes me feel better. And then when I breathe out, I breathe out darkness. So I breathe out all negative emotions like anxiety, stress, nervousness. I breathe all that out. It sort of leaves my body. And then I breathe in energy, positive emotions. I breathe out negative darkness. Okay, so that sums up point number one, breathing. Six deep breaths, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Make sure you breathe out longer than you breathe in for. When you're breathing out, you do it as if you are blowing on hot soup. Now... Point number two, and this is meditation. And before you go, oh, meditation, yeah, I just never heard of that. That's nothing for me. Just know that I used to feel like that too. I used to think it was super woo-woo, nothing for me. Just like, yeah, all those woo-woo people doing that. That's not for me. But at a certain point, I gave it a chance. And once I started seeing the results it has had for me, I've completely changed my mind about it. So I would just like encourage you, if you feel like this, just keep an open mind. Let me explain it to you how I do it. It's nothing like, you know, where we sit in a circle, everyone together with our knees across, like that's not the way I do it. So let me just explain the way that I do it. Just give me the benefit of the doubt. And the worst thing that can happen is that you get something out of it that can be useful to you, right? So in meditation, we are going to keep on focusing on our breath, but we're also going to add our focus to something else. And like there are tons of ways of doing this. Like you can look at guided meditations online, they're on Spotify, YouTube, whatever. There's tons of them. But what I'm going to go through today is just, as I said, like how I do this, how I've included this into my life. And there's a couple of different elements to it. I'm going to go through them one by one. You don't necessarily have to do, to do them exactly like I do it, but I'm just going to explain how I do it. So the first thing here is the breathing, obviously. That's what we already went through. The second thing is that I also use an affirmation when I do this. Not only does this help to, you know, to meditate, to stay focused, it's also a way of brainwashing yourself. So if you have an affirmation or a mantra of something that you want to brainwash yourself into believing, this is a great way of doing that. But I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. I'm probably going to do an episode completely on that, how to brainwash yourself in the future. But just know that I'm using an affirmation. And the reason is that that way I can brainwash myself. Now, the third thing I'm using is mala beads. And this, again, it sounds super woo-woo. It, it isn't. Like, it's literally just like a, like a, you can see it almost like a pearl necklace. It's like this, this thing with different sort of beads or balls like in, in, in one circle. So that's something that I'm using. I'm also going to explain that more in detail. You don't have to use this. You can also use just the timer on your phone. And then the last thing I'm using is music. So I have some sort of music. I have, you can find this like on Spotify, just a meditation playlist or whatever music that you would like to use. It's, I can, it's, it's better if it's without lyrics, I find, because it helps me to keep focused on what I'm doing. So rather than, you know, the, those lyrics stealing away my attention, I, it helps me to keep focused on my meditation. Also, I like to use 
noise cancelling headphones. Again, this is a way of me of staying focused rather than my mind slipping away if I hear a sound somewhere. By using noise cancelling headphones, I keep my focus on my meditation. All right. So we got all the, 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 the stuff that I'm using. As I said, you don't need this all. If you don't have it, just start. The most important thing is to start. So I'm going to go through now like how this looks, like the routine. So the first thing I do, I prepare this affirmation or mantra. Right now, I'm uh, using the, the affirmation, I confidently meet any challenge. That's something that I went through actually in a couple of episodes back. Uh, this is something that I'm brainwashing myself for right now so that any challenge that pops up, I want to confidently meet it. So that's my affirmation right now. It can be anything, just something that you want to program into your mind, something powerful, something positive. Now, the second thing I do is I plug in that music, that playlist, put my noise cancelling headphones into my ears that starts playing. And then I sit down in a comfortable position. So you don't have to sit there with your knees crossed. You don't have to like have your knees separated. You don't have to do anything. Just take a position that feels comfortable to you. And once you've found it, don't move a muscle. So that's was most important, that it's comfortable to you and that you don't move once you've found it. Now, as I said, you can set a timer here. I don't. I use my mala beads. What is mala beads? Mala beads, as I said, it's like a pearl necklace. It has all those beads on it. You can Google it. It's called mala beads. Uh, and when you buy them, the official ones has 108 beads on them. So how I do this, I grab the first one between my... my um, middle finger and my thumb and then for every time I breathe in I slide one through my fingers so so here's exactly how it goes so I breathe in I slide one of the malas I repeat my affirmation while I breathe in and then I breathe out so there's three things happening at the same time here I grab my mala bead I slide it through my fingers I breathe in and I say my affirmation in my head and then I breathe out for as long as possible and then I repeat and as I said, like an official mala bead has 108 beads, so I will do this 108 times. It takes approximately 20 minutes. But uh, I mean, you don't have to start with doing that long. I mean, you can start with five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you want to do. The longer you do this, obviously, the, the more challenging it's going to be in the beginning to stay focused for that long. But also remember that it doesn't matter like if thoughts come in, thoughts go out, like that's going to happen, especially in the beginning. Some people are on the understanding that to be good at meditation, you have to be able to, you know, not think any other thoughts whatsoever, only focus on your breath or only focus on your mala beats, only focus on that music. But facts are that thoughts will come and go. And that's fine. Like, don't judge yourself for it. Thinking like, oh, there's a thought popping in. I, I suck at I suck at meditation. You don't. You're just practicing. Because remember, the goal here is practice your focus. So what we want to do is to be able to focus on our breath, on the mala beats, on that affirmation. And, you know, either time the, the thought pops in, just release it again. And say like, okay, that happened. I'm just going to focus back on my breath. Because every time you do this, this is exactly what you can be using also during your show jumping course or whenever you want to take focus back. There will be thoughts popping in, but then just release them. Okay, so that was the meditation point. I'm just going to recap real quickly. So I sit down, I find a comfortable position, I plug music in, I start repeating my affirmation while I breathe in, then breathe out. And I go through my 108 mala beads 
And that's my meditation routine that I do every morning, the first thing I wake up in the morning. Now, to the third point. And the third thing we're going to talk about when practicing our ability to focus is visualization. So when I say visualization, what I usually visualize is my tracks. So my show jumping track, my cross country track, my dressage program, anything really that, that you want to be doing well and you have a plan and you want to go through it. And when I go through this, like I don't go through them only like fence per fence, exercise per exercise. Like I go through everything I want to be feeling, everything I want to be doing, everything I want to be thinking. I like I literally put myself in the situation where I'm going to be. I feel the saddle under me. I feel the reins in my hands. I feel the wind blowing through my face. I make it so real that I feel like I'm doing it right there and then. So just to take a show jumping like track as an example, I see myself like entering the gate. I ask my horse to canter. I see the line to my first fence. You know, I grab the outside rein a little bit tighter. I'll dig my like inner leg into so I can like ride a good turn. I take a firm grip around the, you know, the outside rein. I sit up. I watch the fence come towards me. Like uh, I go through all the emotions and everything I'm feeling and thinking while I'm riding this. So I land after the first fence. I look up. Where's my second fence? Okay, those were four short strides to the second one. I have to sit back a little bit. And I feel exactly what I'm feeling when I'm doing this. Now, if you can go through this exercise, this entire show jumping track in your head and stay focused on it, it's going to be much easier for you to go through it in reality afterwards. And fact is, again, like this is not going to be perfect from the beginning. Like you, you're going to probably write fence one and then some other thought is going to pop up in your head. That's fine. But what we're doing here is, is practicing our ability to focus. So the goal would obviously be that you can write a whole visualization, a whole track in your head without losing focus. I mean, if you can do that in your mind, most likely you're going to be able to do it also in reality or you're going to stand a much better chance anyway of being able to do it. Now, the fact that I've mastered those three techniques is it has helped me enormously in my writing, as I already said, but it has also helped me a lot in other situations in my life. So to just take something from the last week that happened in my life. So as most of you probably know, I, I broke my arm a week and a half ago. And like, let's be honest, like this hurt like crazy. I got kicked by one of my horses and like one of the big bones in my underarm was like completely, completely off, completely broken. And like while I was lying there on the ground, <laughs> like the horse kicked me, ran off and I was just like, I fell down to the ground. Like I became totally dizzy. The pain was like insane. And I, like, I'm pretty tough, but honestly, like I had tears in my eyes. This hurt so much. And while I was lying there on the ground and I realized, oh my God, like, this is going to be a while. Like, I'm going to have to survive this pain for quite a while. Because, like, my boyfriend, I called him. He was on the way back. But, you know, before he had caught the horse, and, you know, he's not really a horsey person. So I figured, you know, before he has caught this crazy horse, put her in, in their stable or in the, in the, in the fields, he's gotten the car together, taken the trailer off my car because I was leaving with the trailer. So we had to take that off. Before all those things have happened, before we have driven to the hospital, surviving like all the way to the hospital, sitting there probably waiting for hours, I just saw this in front of me and I was like, oh my God, like this is going to be a few hours of pain. Okay, I have 
I have a choice right now. I can focus on the pain and be in that pain, or I can actually use the things that I have, that the tools that I have, and move my focus away from this. So I decided there and then that I wasn't going to focus on the pain. I was going to focus on other things. And I was going to focus on my breathing. So I immediately I laid down on the ground. I started breathing. I focused on my breathing. I did the six deep breaths, breathing in through the nose, breathing out from the mouth. After that, I started like saying my affirmation. I confidently meet any challenge. Like trust, trust me, like this was a challenge. But just by me focusing on that, just repeating in my head, I like breathe. I was breathing in, said my affirmation. I was breathing out. And okay, like I'm not going to say that the pain in my arm was gone. <laughs> Absolutely not. But it it was a lot less, and I I wasn't feeling it as intensely anymore. It was bearable. Now. It didn't stop there, obviously. So we got to the hospital. Everything was so fine. Got in for those x-ray photos. Hurt like crazy. But I just kept on doing this. I just kept on breathing. Kept on focusing on my affirmation. Kept on, you know, just talking about, like, focusing on other things. I kept, like, having a conversation with my boyfriend. I was like, yeah, well, what are all the things that are good about this? We were joking about it. I was, like, saying, yeah, we have a Halloween party this week. And, well, how can we make this a funny costume? Like, the fact that I'm going to be wearing a plaster, probably. How can we make this a funny, like, Halloween costume? Just to keep my focus off the fact that I hurt in my arm. I did anything I could just to keep my focus, my thoughts focused on something else. So the day went on. Uh... I was lucky enough to get an operation the same evening and I chose to do the operation actually with local anesthesia. So I didn't want to be put to sleep. I uh, chose to stay awake for it. But that meant an hour and a half of being awake while, you know, they were digging in my arm. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, all those things. Like, like they cut the arm open, they, you know, cracked all the bones. And yes, it was like I had local anesthesia, but it's still, you know, you still feel it and it's not a pleasant feeling. So I decided from the moment I was lying there, like in the operation room, I'm not going to focus on that. Like I'm not going to focus on my arm. I'm not going to focus on what they are doing in my arm. Trust me, this was <laughs> this is easier said than done. But I chose to see it as an exercise, an exercise for myself to keep myself focused on something else. So I chose to go through all the different cross-country courses I'd been riding the last year. So I started off with the one in Genk, um, then the one in Nokere, then the one in Mindrad, like all different cross-country courses I'd been riding throughout the year. And I went through them one by one and I visualized them just the way that I described. Like I started in the start box, I was standing there, I felt like Celeste being like super like into it. She wanted to go, she wanted to go. And I, I imagine every fence that I went through the entire course, exactly what the fences looked like, where I wanted to look when I was riding over a fence, how my position was supposed to be, how many, how many strides between fences, this combination, where, where, where was my, like, how did I want to ride that particular line? And the thing was that this took me off, like, I was... I was completely in that world. Like I almost forgot, like I was lying in this operation room. I was so focused. I was like, I was in Yank. I was in Yank riding this cross country course. I, it took my whole attention. And rather than being in pain and complaining and being like, oh my God, this sucks. I was like excited. I was happy. I was like, I was riding cross country. It was just such a cool experience. And I realized when I went through this, that how much my, my mind has been strengthened by me learning about mindset, by me doing those like daily meditation exercises, how strong that my mind has become. And there is like literally nothing that can steal my focus away 
without me noticing. Like it can happen quickly, but I, I refocus back again because I realize it's just my thoughts wandering away and I'm in control of my thoughts and I'm in control of how I think, how I feel, how I act. So I literally just centered myself, went back to my focus and, and decided to focus on something that was going to help me out in that particular situation. Now, what I realized and what I found so powerful in this experience and what actually inspired me to do this entire episode of, of Focus is that I realized that I could, I could even lie there through an operation and not be distracted by it. Like I was riding a cross-country course and just not even the fact that they were operating in my arm was distracting me. I was so focused on riding that cross-country track in Genk. And, you know, if you can do that when they're operating your arm, like imagine what that means in reality. Imagine, like if that doesn't even distract you, I mean, then no people standing on the side or a wrong stride or the horse spooking, like none of those things are going to touch you. Like if you can focus in that situation, I'm so powerful because that means I'm going to be, fo- be able to focus literally in any situation. So this is why I wanted to reach out to, to, to you and like, Realize the power of this. Realize the power of focus. Practice your focus. Take control of your attention span. And and there, that actually leads me into the challenge I wanted to give you too. Stay away from your phone. Like your phone is the is the one device that has trained you to have this short attention span. So short, a matter of fact, that you can't even focus on a two minute show jumping course. Like how bad is that? Like not even two minutes. Like, stop giving away your power to your phone. Like, stay away from it. And I'm not going to say, like, never use your phone again. I mean, that would be ridiculous. I use my phone too. But, like, limit it. Like, shut off your notifications. Go to the toilet without your phone. Yeah, like, seriously, go to the fo- go to the toilet. What does it take? Like, five minutes to go to the toilet? Can you survive, like, five minutes without your phone? And just be there. Like, just sit. Just think. Like, just allow your thoughts to go freely. Just a challenge here is... The upcoming week, see how long you can stay away from your phone, like in one go. Is it like five minutes? Is it on one hour? Is it two hours? Is it half a day? Is it an entire day? Like I'm just gonna put up a photo, uh, a post, uh, and we're just gonna see who 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 can actually master this. It's a, uh, it's either way, a good practice for self-awareness because a lot of the time we don't realize how often we pick up our phones i think there's actually even those um, metrics where you can actually see how many times in a day you picked up your iphone like it's ridiculous so yeah that could be another good one just go in and check it because it's it's confronting trust me all right this is <laughs> this is becoming a ridiculously ridiculously long episode so i'm going to finish here if you would like like to know more about any of those things visualization meditation breathing exercises how you can improve your focus get in touch with me on instagram you can find my instagram handle in the show notes it's jocelyn Lillino in one word i know it's challenging to spell but check the show notes and i also want to ask you which of those three things are you going to actually do something about like which one did you find the most useful which one is are you going to actually implement in your life let me know on Instagram. This is putting a little bit of accountability in here. Send me a message on Instagram. Just let me know which one do you like the most, which one do you found the most useful, which one that you are actually going to implement going forward. And as always, if you have taken any value whatsoever from this episode, please tell your friends about it. Please tell your family about it. I'm super, super grateful for everyone sharing this episode. It helps me so much in my mission to 
spread the word of what mindset training can do for your writing. And I'm forever grateful to every single person that's sharing this on Instagram or telling your friends about it. Thank you so much. And as always, I'm going to finish this episode off with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next episode. <laughs>